Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today we're going to learn Daf Chaf Vav Amur Aleph, and we are in the middle of a discussion of a Machloikas Abaye and Rava. The question was a scenario where a person is having Hana, a person is having benefit from something that the Torah says not to have Hana from. However, he didn't choose to have this Hana. It's just the Hana that he chanced upon as he was walking by or when he found himself in a place that he, he was there without any intention, without any intention of getting Hana. So this was the sugya that began with Hana that comes to a person against his will. Meaning that this is not what I chose. I was, I was, uh, I was walking through here. I didn't realize in the example that we said last time. I, 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 I was walking through here. I didn't, uh, I didn't have any intention to smell the delicious smell of the besamim of Avaidizara. So, let's see. The Gemara says, so we had come out last time that the point of Machloikis between Abaya and Rava was a scenario called Loi Efsher and Mechavein. Loi Efsher and Mechavein means there was no other way, like in order to do what I needed to do, I, I needed to walk this way. The, the example that we gave yesterday was that I was walking to work and there is no other way to get to work. So if I'm going to do my job, so it's Loi Efsher, there's no other way. Um, on the other hand, we said we're talking about mechaven, where I I am intentionally getting the hana. It's good hana. So on that, there's a machloekas Abaya and Rava. Abaya said mutter. Abaya said that in such a case, it's permitted as long as the hana is coming to him in a, situ- a scenario where he had no choice. It was unavoidable. So that's not called getting hana. And Rava says that it's aser. We are three lines from the top on Davchav Vavamar Aleph. Omar Abaya. Abaya said, From where do I know this? From where do I say this? Where can I find a makar to my din that loy efsheru mechavein, that if there's no other way, but he's having hano intentionally, that it's mutter. So Abaya brings a, a brysa. The Tanya, as we learned in a brysa, Omru olav al Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. They said about Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. They used to say over about Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Shehoyoyoyshev b'tziloy shel heichel. That he would sit in the shadow of the Beis HaMikdosh. V'doyresh kol hayoyim kuloy. And he would darshan the entire day. Rashi explains that it was Yantif time, and Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was the Zakkai, and he would teach Hilchas Yantif to Klal Yisrael. So he would sit there by the base of Mikdash in the shadow of the Mikdash, and he would darshan the entire day so that Klal Yisrael would know the halachas of Yantif. But over here, with this case of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, there's no other, there's no other Choice the 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 place that Klal Yisrael is gathering on Yantif is the Beis Hamikdash. He's he's darshaning Torah Larabim. That's a, a very important thing, and there's no alternative. 
Umechaven, but he's intending to have Hano. Now, what Hano are we talking about? So clearly, if you look at the Lushan of the Braisa, it says that he was sitting in the shadow of the Mikdash, so it's the sitting in the shadow that's the Hano, is that the sun is beating down, and he's being mitzel, he's being saved from the heat of the sun by the fact that he's sitting in the shadow of the Mikdash. Um, he doesn't have a choice, he has to be there to teach Torah, but it's quite enjoyable to be saved from the beating heat of the sun and to be able to sit in the shade. Vishori, and you find that it's mutter. So this was Abayah's raya that you see that loy efshar v'kamechavein is mutter. Because Rabbi Yechelem ben Zakkai, would, that's what he would do. The Rava Omar Rava said... No, there's no raya from Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. Shani heichel. The Beis HaMikdosh is different. Dilitoichai osui. Because it is made for the inside. In other words, even though, of course, when you have a building, you could have Hanor from the shade that comes from that building. That's true. But the purpose of the building was to enclose what's inside. And therefore, the hano that one has from the outside of the building, that's not called derech hano'asa, that's not called the normal way to have hano from it, that is not the ikr hano of this, of this uh, binyan. And that's why Rava says, that's why it's mutter, because it's not derech hano'asa. So therefore, Rava says, the Abayah's raya is not strong enough. However, Rava himself has a raya. Oh, my Rava, Rava said, Mino Aminola, where do I know that it's Usr, that Loi Efshir Vekomechavein, if there's no choice, but he's intentionally having Hano, that it's Usr? Says Rava, it comes from the following Mishnah. It says, Lulin Hoyu Psuchin Be'alias Beis Kodshayakodoshim. There were openings that would open up like windows that would be open in the ceiling, in the attic of the area of the Kaidish HaKadoshim in the Beis HaMikdash. So the Kaidish HaKadoshim was a place that was off limits to any human being at any point with the exception of the Kayan Gadol on Yom Kippur. It was very, very, very sensitive. There was, it was also for a person to be there. Very, very, very high level of Kedusha. So what would they do if they needed to do some kind of maintenance in the Kadshei HaKadoshim? How would they handle that? So there were openings in the ceiling of the Kadshei HaKadoshim. Shebohen, that through those openings, Mishalshalin Es Ha'umnin, they would lower down the craftsmen that had to fix or improve whatever they were coming to do in the Kaidish HaKadoshim, Bitevois in boxes. So they would put them into a box, let's say a wooden box, that was attached to ropes, and they would lower the box down, and there would be perhaps a window or an opening on one side of the box that would allow them to work on the wall or the area that they needed to work on without seeing the rest of the Kaidish HaKadoshim. Betevois in boxes, zokt chazal, k'dei sheloi yozoinu einehem mi beis kodshei hakodashim. Yozoinu means to feast. L- literally, it means to eat, but of course, eyes don't eat. 
But when eyes take in something enjoyable, we say that the eyes feast. So their eyes shouldn't feast from the beauty of the kalim of the Kaidish HaKadoshim. So you see that there was a need to prevent the umnen that were going into the Kaidish HaKadoshim from having hana from the beauty of the Kaidish HaKadoshim. Zakhtrava, look what's happening here. Vahahacha over here. Deloy Efshir, there's no choice. When something needs to be fixed, it needs to be fixed. Vikomechavain. And he, and he's intentionally having hana. The Osir, and we do not allow that. We wrap them up in tevois. We, we, we mishalshal them from the roof. Anything to avoid them looking and enjoying the Kaidish HaKadoshim. Zakhti Gemara, what? You are concerned? You're saying that the fact that they could look at the Kaidish HaKadoshim, that that would be considered having Hano from something you're not supposed to have Hano from? Is that really true? V'tisbira, is, is this true? The Ha'omah Reb Shimon ben Pazi, Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi Mishum Bar Kaporo. Didn't Reb Shimon ben Pazi teach us in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, in the name of Bar Kaporo? A very Yisaitis Dekahalacha, that koil umare vareach ein bohem ilo. Koil mare and reach, which is sound, like the sound of music. Umare is when you see something beautiful. Vareach is the smell of something delicious, something that smells good. Ein bohem me'ila, there is no me'ila. Me'ila is the prohibition, the iser, to have hano from things that are hektish, and it comes with a whole host of dinim, um, if one does have hano from hektish, but uh, Bar Kapora is taught that sound, um, sight, and smell have no me'ila, Rashi explains because ain bohen mamish. They aren't um, uh, tangible um, um, hanois that that you could say me'ila on. So if that's true, so if we're saying that on mare on what you see, there's no me'ila. So then that means that this, that having hana from the way something looks, that's not going to be an issue. And it says not to have hana from the Kaidish HaKadoshim, not to benefit from the Kaidish HaKadoshim. It obviously means in ways that if you would, it would be me'ila, it would be inappropriate benefit from Hekdish. But if we know that the way something looks, enjoying the beauty of something, there's no me'ila, so then what's the problem if the workers would look at the Kaidish HaKadoshim? So rather, Ela Maila Osu Bebeis Kotche HaKadoshim. Rather, it must be that it's not Me'ikar Adin that they would lower the craftsmen down in these uh, boxes, but rather it was a special Maila, was a Hanhaga of special Kedusha, that they would act with a unique reverence to the Kaidish HaKadoshim, that they wouldn't allow people to look at it. Ikoda Amri, some say that this Maisa of Rava bringing a Raya from this Indian went differently, and it went as follows. Oh my Rava, Rava said, How do I know my din that when it's loy Efshar, when there was no other way, but you're intentional that it's Aser. 
says, says Rava de Tanya, as we learned in Ebraisa. Omar Rab Shimon ben Pazi. Omar Rab Yeshua ben Levi, Mishum Bar Kaporo, Rab Shimon ben Pazi. Said in the name of Rab Yeshua ben Levi, in the name of Bar Kaporo, Koil Umare Vereach, Sound, Sight, and Smell. Ein Bohem Mishum Me'ila. There's no Me'ila. Me'ila being the special din of benefiting from Kachim. Zokti Gemara, Me'ila hu deleka. The Brisa specifically says that there's no Me'ila. It doesn't say that it's not Oser. It just says there's no Me'ila. Me'ila there isn't. Ha'isura ika, but it's still considered the violation of an Iser. Okay, it's true. It doesn't have mamish. You know, these are things that are not tangible. So therefore, it doesn't have me'ila, but that doesn't make it mutter to benefit from it in this way. There is an iser. Doesn't it make sense that the iser here is for those standing inside? And you see from here that if the workers are standing inside the Kaidish HaKadoshim in a, in a way that they should not be having Hanoah, so then that would be something that would be Aser. And it would be a riot to Rava that when it's Loi Efsher V'Kamechavin, when there's no choice, but it's intentional that it's a problem. Zokti Gemara... And then the loyevsha v'kamechavin, that will be a case of loyevsha v'kamechavin v'osr, and it will be osr. Zakti Gemara, you don't have a riot from there. Loy, no. Loisana imdim bachotz. Perhaps when Rav Shimon ben Pazi, Amr Rabbi Shua ben Levi, said this halacha, perhaps he said this halacha specifically for people that did not have to be there. They were standing outside. They weren't the umnen that had to be there. So maybe it's only because it was Efsher, because they could have avoided it. They didn't have to be there. That's why it's Aser. But if you have workers in the Kaidish HaKadoshim, and they have no choice, maybe in that case it would be Mutter. So we do not have, so we remain inconclusive. We did not have a conclusive proof for Abayu who says that that Loi Efsher V'Kamechavein is Mutter. And we also don't have conclusive proof for Rava, who says that Loyevsher Vakomechavein is Aser. But once we said these, this halacha of Koil, Mara, and Reach, that there's no Me'ila, the Gemara explores this din like the Derech of Gemara's all over. Gufa, we learned the halacha. Omar Abshimen ben Pazi, Omar Abishua ben Levi, Mishumbar Kaporo. Rabshimen ben Pazi said in the name of Rabishua ben Levi, in the name of Bar Kaporo. Koil umarevereach, ein boemishum Sound, sight, and smell do not have me'ilo. There's no din of me'ilo of being nehene from Kodshim. Frechti gemora vereach, ein boemishum me'ilo. Do you honestly mean to tell me that by smell there's no me'ila? Vehotanya, but I learned in a brisa. Now in order to understand this brisa, you need to know that the ketores, which is the incense that they would burn in the base hamikdash, had a very specific list of ingredients and a list of amounts of each ingredient. And there is a iser in the Torah to recreate the Ketiris for personal use. 
to recreate it. Um, the Pasuk says, Someone who makes something like it. They make, uh, they imitate it. They imitate the, um, the Ktairis in order to smell it, in order to enjoy the smell. So they say, you know what? We'll make our own private Ktairis. I know I can't smell the Ktairis in the base of Mikdash, but I'll make my own mixture that I could smell. Because it's not hectish. No, the Pazuk says, V'nichras, you get karas for that. Ketores belongs in the Beis HaMikdash and nowhere else, and it is usher to make Ketores. So, Zakti Gemara, how could you say that, how could you say that Reach has no Me'ila, that there's no Me'ila for Reach? I will show you Me'ila by Reach. V'hotanya, because we learned in Abraisa, Someone who recreates, he may he puts together all the ingredients of the Ketairis in order to learn it because he's studying how to make Ketairis. So he puts together his own mixture as practice to one day be able to do the actual Ketairis in the base of Mikdash. Or because he wants this Ketairis to actually be used in the Beis HaMikdash. And he made it, and then he's going to give it as a donation to the Tzibur. Potter. Then your Potter, you know, you did not violate the Isser of recreating the Ketairis. But if you created, if you recreated the Ketairis just for the enjoyment of smelling it, so Chayiv, then you are Chayiv. That is exactly the Pasuk that says if you imitate it, in order to smell it, then you Chayiv Chorus. What about if you make Tyrus and someone else smells it? The Hamei and someone else who smells it, Potter is Potter. And here are the key words that should be, should be, uh, blinking over here. However, even though it's Potter, you did not violate the Avera of making imitation Ketairis, because you just had Hana from the Ketairis, from the smell of the Ketairis. <coughs> even though you didn't make it. So it's not a problem of that Isser, but still there's an issue of Me'ila. There is Me'ila. So how could you say that on Koil Mare Vereach there's no Me'ila over here? We have Reach and we do have Me'ila. Elo Omar Rav Papa, rather Rav Papa says, no. Let's re-quote uh, this member of Rav Shemim and Pazi. Sound and sight, Taka does not have Me'ila. Because there's nothing tangible. But Vereach, smell, there is something tangible. You're smelling something. But still, there's, uh, there are scenarios that it does not have Me'ila. What scenario is that? When the smoke goes up, once the smoke already went up from the, from the uh, Ketairis, so then its Avoida was done. And it's not needed anymore for the Avoida and the Beis HaMikdash. And at that point, it doesn't, there's no more Me'ila. Aim by Mishum Me'ila, you can no longer violate the Isser of Me'ila once it already did its job. Hayel v'na'asis mitzvah, sorry, because it did its mitzvah, it did its job.
So you, apparently you see from here that when you have something in the base Hamikdash that's we're finished using, that there's no issue of Meila anymore. Frekti Gemara. Lememra, do you mean to say, that any time the mitzvah was done, <coughs> the thing that you need to do with this thing that's Asr Bahana, um, it was done, there's no me'ila. I'll show you a case that's mamish hektish in the Beis HaMikdash, and it's Nasis mitzvah, say it's mitzvah was done, and there certainly is me'ila. And what about the truma of the deshen? What is truma sadeshen? The psukim tell us in the beginning of Parshas Tzav that truma sadeshen means that they would take a certain special shovel and they would go to the pile of ashes that was on the Mizbech that had been used the whole day before and night before to burn the limbs of the karbanais, the emurim. And they would take some of it like a truma. Harama Sadeshan is like a truma. They would take some of the of the ashes and they would place it next to the Mizbeach. Now once that's done, so then it's Nasis Mitzvah, so whatever it needed was uh, happened already. What about Truma Sadeshan the Nasis Mitzvah? By Truma Sadeshan, once the ashes were placed next to the Mizbeach, the their mitzvah was done. And yet still the Yeshba Mishum it still has Mi'ila, even though it was Nasis Mitzvah as it says in the Pasuk, when it's talking about the Trumasadesh, and it says Visamai, and he should place it, the Kayan should place this Deshen, these ashes that were scooped off the Mizbeach, Eitzel HaMizbeach, next to the Mizbeach, and Chazal learned from there, Shaloi Yefazer, that he shouldn't scatter them, like they shouldn't be bepizer. It says, You should put it by the mizbech. It shouldn't just be spread all over the place. It shouldn't, he shouldn't spread it out. And he should place it there. So Chazal Darshan from the word, That he should not have enough. So, what do you see from there? This Truma Sadeshin, once it was put on the side of the mizbech, is clearly Nasis Mitzvah. Whatever needs to be done with this Deshen was done. It was once a fire on the Mizbeach, and then it was scooped out and put next to the Mizbeach, and now it's done. Eventually it just got absorbed into the ground under the Mizbeach. So so you see that that even after it's Nasis Mitzvah, we're still concerned with Me'ila, because it says, Shaloyene, you should not have enough from it. So the Gemara says, no, there's Truma Sadeshen is an exception, along with another din. Mishum Dahavu Truma Sadeshen, Kahuna, because the din of Truma Sadeshen and the din of the clothing of Kahuna are Shneik Suvin Haboyin Keechod. The Chol Shneik Suvin Haboyin Keechod ain Malamdin. There's a concept in Shas called Shneik Suvim Aboim Ke'echad, which means that sometimes when we have a drasha, we use that drasha as a binyanav to teach us that din in the whole Torah. But if a drasha is repeated twice, if there are two drashas saying the same thing, 
So then we learn that the intention of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was not that we should apply this all over the world, all over the Torah, but rather the intention was that it should only apply in these specific cases, in these specific places that, that they're found. That's called Shnei Ksuvim Aboyim Ke'echad, two Ksuvim that say the same thing, two Psukim that say the same thing. Ain Melamdin, you don't learn from there. In other words, the idea is that if it was something that you could learn to call a tarikula, you wouldn't need two drushes. If there are two drushes, the pshat is that call a tarikula, this is not the halacha. And in these specific cases, this is the halacha. So what's, so one of them is trumas adeshen. Where else do you find this idea that there's me'ila, that there's, that there's me'ila, even though it's nasis mitzvah, say? So the Gemara says the other case is Big Day Kahuna, the clothing of Kahuna. And as we'll see, we're referring specifically here to the clothing of the Kain Gadol. Trumas Hadesha and Hada Amor, and I'm in the first wide line towards the bottom of Chavava Meralef. Trumas Hadesha and Hada Amor, and that's what we mentioned before, that there's still an issue of Me'ila after the mitzvah is done. Big day kahuna and big day kahuna dechsev as it says in the pasuk v'hinicham sham. It says that when the kain gadol takes off his begadim, the begadim that he wore, the white begadim that he wore on Yom Kippur, so then he would take it off v'hinicham sham and he should place them there. So that means that no one could take them. Melame, this teaches us, shatu'unin gniza, that they need to be hid away. They need to be put in shamus. There's no one who's going to use these begadim again. So those are two cases where you see that there's an Indian of not having hana from something, even though its job is over. One is trumas adeshen, and one is the clothing of the kayan. Zakti Gemara, this is only two psukim, if both of these are true, Trumas Hadeshen and Big Day Kahuna. So, Hani Chalorabonon de Amri Melame Chetuunim Gniza. This is good according to the Rabbonon. The Rabbonon hold that the Big Day Kahuna need to be hid. So, they need to be hidden. So, they need to be put in Shamus. So, it's very good according to the Rabbonon that you see that even though it's Nasus Mitzvah, it cannot be used. But according to Rabdaisa, the polygalayu. According to Rabdaisa, who we know the shita of Rabdaisa is that he's chaylik on the Rabbanon. The Omar, and he says, He says that despite the fact that the Pasuk says, that they should be placed there, but still they are roi to be used by a kayan hedyet. Because the, these are the white begadim that the Kayan Gadol wore, so they they match the the, the begadim of the Kayan Hadith. So they're Ru'uyin Hain Lakayan Hadith. So then you don't have any more your snake Suvim Aboyim Ke'echad, because you, they don't need Gniza. They can, you can still have Hano from these begadim, um, once the Avoid on Yom Kippur was done, because they could be used by a Kayan Hadith. So this will not be able to serve as one of the snake suvim, one of the two drushes that says that there is me'ila, despite the fact that it was nasis mitzvah, say that its mitzvah was done. Umai vihinicham sham, how does Reb Daisa explain why it says vihinicham sham? That's where the Chachamim learned that it needs gniza. So what does Reb Daisa do with vihinicham sham? 
So he just says that just means that the Kayin Gadol should not use it again on another Yom Kippur. That he should take off those Begadim and leave them there that he shouldn't use them again. That he shouldn't use these Begadim in another Yom Kippur. The next Yom Kippur, fresh Begadim. Okay? So according to that, my So what are you going to say? What are you going to do according to Rabdai? So what are you going to do about Ashnei Suv Maboim Keechot? Zokti Gemara. There's another case. Mishum Dahavu Truma Sadeshen the Egla Arufa. The case of Egla Arufa, where they would kill in a very specifically prescribed way a calf um, in order to be mechaper. When a cholol, when a body is found um, outside of the city, so they would do this this process of egla rufa, and over there also acher shenasis mitzvase. There's also still a issue of meila. Mishun dahavu truma sadeshin veegla rufa shnei ksuvim aboim keechod. There are two psukim that come together. Vechol shnei ksuvim aboim keechod. And any time you have. Two psukim that come together, ain malamdin. We do not learn. We do not learn to anywhere else. Okay, so the Gemara says, fine. That's all based on the sheet of the Shnei Suv Ma'boyim Keechod Ain Malamdin that you cannot learn when two psukim say the same thing. But that is not a universal halacha. Zakti Gemara. It's all of this is good, according to the Manda Amr, that when you have two psukim, you can't learn from them. But what do we do? But according to the Manda Amr, according to the Manda Amr, that you can learn for this two drushes to call a Kula. So then, what does it help that there are extra drushes here? The bottom line is, it seems, that Me'ila does apply even when it's Nasus Mitzvahsei. So the Gemara says, Trey miutik CV. In these two cases, there are specific miutim. There are spe- specific drushes that exclude, exclusive drushes, drushes that exclude. And since both of these things have drushes that exclude other things, so we learn out from there, it's not just stam, shneik suvim but it's shneik suvim, where there's a miut saying that this does not apply in other places. So then we'll say that the din of me'ila does not apply um in when when it's Nasis Mitzvasa except for these very specific cases. Where what are these miyutim? Ksiv Visamu Uksiv Ha'arufa. It says Visama that they should place it. So that's by um by the Eglarufa that Visamay they should place it, but other things they would not have to place because you could have on you could you could you, because there's no me'ila, because it's Nasis Mitzvasay. And it says Ha'arufa that the din that we're talking about is true about the Eglarufa, that there's still an issue of Me'ila after it's Nasis Mitzvasa. But in the rest of the Torah that's not true. And once it's Nasis Mitzvasa, it no longer has a din of Me'ila. And we'll stop here, three lines from the bottom. This will be our Chaf Vav Ahmed Beit. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Daf in Shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, 
please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.